I'm surprised that Tap Out still makes clothing, to be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> it's crazy. It's it's so it's so brutal. Oh man, I just went on their website and they got a picture of John Cena. So, <laughs> of course they do. Did you say more? And he's wearing he's wearing a hoodie with no sleeves, and that like like a sleeveless I've never, I've never hoodie. Rocked, yeah, I've never rocked that. A sleeveless hoodie is definitely like a statement. It's, it's just it's a very specific item of clothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a specific person wears it. <laughs> like I wouldn't like you. you typically, my head gets I would cold, wear... but my guns, my fucking guns, stay hot. <laughs> yeah, because my guns are on fu- my guns are on fire, so they're never cold. So, <laughs> but man, my belly's chilly. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's insane. Uh, it's insane. That's an insane piece of. That's an insane item of clothing. A sleeveless hoodie. It's ridiculous. That, that would be like buying. Like a pair of pants, Assless chaps. Yeah, it's like buying a pair of pants where like one, one leg is a short is shorts and the other leg is a pant leg. Like it's <laughs> like why would you? That's absurd. That's so insane. But you bet, Ben, you you rock the sleeveless shirts, right? Like you're you're you're, you're sleeveless you're shirt, yeah, all, but a sleeveless like outside, hoodie outside in the heat, yeah. Would you rock a sleeveless hoodie? No, I would not. <laughs> like, there's not a fucking chance in hell. Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie, Mark LeFave, and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter. You guys ever have a moment uh, in your work life, no matter what it is you've done, because we've all had many careers and many jobs and anything. Do you ever have the very end of the day roll around where you realize you really, really badly screwed up? Yes. Yeah, for sure. So did yeah. you so you mean like you don't realize you screwed up until the end of the day or like you, you very just... end very end of the day. Oh Don, you're ready to ride down the dino tail like Fred Flintstone, yabba dabba do it on home and, and all of a sudden you look uh, or you remember or something happens where you realize you have made a giant mistake and now what are your options? So mm-hmm. my situation yesterday I sort of jackknife my boss's truck and trailer. Holy shit. Yeah, backing up. It was a really, really tight squeeze and the big sort of box, because it's a dump trailer, right? So you have to have a box in the front for the hydraulics and the battery and Mm. the blah, 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 blah. So uh, I had to cut it really, really hard backing up. Didn't even realize that I had jackknifed it because there's traffic everywhere. It was a mess. And so at the so I finished that job once I got parked and everything. I finished that job and didn't notice that I had done this. So I went to park and I, I go to look, make sure, you know, do the old circle check. Am I is everything locked up? Blah, 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 blah. And I look at the box where all this stuff is, the aforementioned box, and it's bent to shit. And there's a big mark in the back on the back bumper of the pickup truck. And I just looked and like, so it goes racing through your mind. What do you do? Right? Like, do do you just walk away? Uh, Do you immediately report this? Do you try to fix it? What do you do? So what have you guys, what have you guys done? Is it, is the immediate reaction? I didn't do it. Is it, or or what I should say, was it, if this has happened to you, was it, I got to report this right now or uh, maybe I can fix it before anybody finds out. I've done both for sure, um, but I always find that like usually it's it's always best to like own up to it mm-hmm. and then just move on with your life. Because I feel like I like I've definitely there's definitely been points where like I'll mess something up and then. I'm like, wait a minute, if I do this, this, and this, like, nobody needs to know. Like, there's no way that anybody would know. And you just wash over it. And there's definitely points where, like, you have to make that call. Because sometimes, like, you kind of have to do the math in your head. You're like, oh, like, I don't know if I can get away with this, uh, whatever. Like, this is going to be, you have to kind of walk through the timeline in your head. Like the only the math I did in my head yesterday was how many dollars worth of damage did I just do? 
Mm, and exactly, it's in the, yeah. it's in the it's in the thousands. Yeah. 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 I mean think of, well, think about what a if you, if you ding the bumper on your fucking Toyota Camry right now, that's guaranteed going to cost you 12, 13, 1500 dollars. Sure. Like auto body repair is expensive. And then yeah. we're talking about a custom welded box on the front of a trailer. <laughs> like I I have no idea how much yeah, damage see. I did. I'm so, not super handy, so I, the, the the thought of trying to fix it, I would have looked. I would have looked outside and been like, "Oh fuck!" And then, yeah, what I usually do is just I just call myself out right away. Just call my boss. Hey, yeah, that, because well, then I mean, what's the worst that can happen? Well, I, mm-hmm. I guess that's lost what it. I did. That's what I did. I, I called right away, and uh, the boss wasn't happy, understandably so, but was reasonable about it. Anyway, I wound up finding a rubber mallet, and I just pounded the shirt out of out of the boss's box sure enough it got back into place enough that the lid will close so i'm cool. partially saved i gotta go back and finish my fix-up job yeah. the only thing is, yeah. is i'm worried i'm gonna make it worse at some point but i i, so you, I think i'm so on the right track here's the question though is that you already you've already to, like told on yourself and now you're fixing it i well, and that's just it. Now, then you there's the, there's, it and then there's the follow up. I'm on the way home. Like you fucking dummy. Why didn't you? I mean, you probably could have gotten away with saying, I don't know how the mark on the bumper got there. I mean, you know, must have been a grocery cart. Must have been a grocery. Exactly. And yeah, I'm driving home and I'm like, God, a rubber mallet and some pushing is all it took to close the damn thing. Mm could have gotten away with this one but i'm you glad i'd have been able to yeah because you're an glad honest I person you're honest i'm glad i, I was honest like you give like the, there's there's a double like like all everyone always gets caught up in the downside of like ratting yourself out for sure but but i think there's a level there of like trust like when you are able to own up to a mistake something like that where you don't know how bad your boss is going to come down on you Sure, they'll be upset, but they'll also look at you differently knowing that, like, they can trust that you're going to tell them the truth in a situation where, you know, you have all yeah. the incentive not to. So, like, that's a big deal. Like, that'll that'll give you some breaks down the road. It'll pay is off. Is it a big I, deal? That's what I find. Is it, it is. a big I deal, Chris? Is. Yeah, well, it, yeah. I don't for know. Me, for me, like, I have, like, I, I have, um, I have people, uh, like, that, that, that report to me and, like, if they tell, if they come out with and, and own up to a mistake before I even have to investigate it or find out that something went wrong, I'll be like, oh, okay, I don't have to, I don't have to watch these people because they'll just tell me what's going on. Yep. Yeah. Right. And it just takes a little. But then if I find out about some mistakes somebody tried to cover up, right? It's just like, oh, fuck this guy. Like now I got to fucking uh, like I'll never try. Yeah, like, it's just, true. You know, I, I know. I, that's how I look at it. And that's how I look at it, too. And that's how I've always done things. And whenever I make a mistake, I'm the first person to put my hand up. And that's all good. And I agree with you. But I feel that these things are becoming somewhat boringly intangible. Where's my winning fucking lottery ticket? (laughs) That's what I want to know. A lifetime of this. And I'd like to remind you, Mr. Noble, just like me, that we're both renting apartments still at this point in our life. Where's my boat? That's what I want to know. Fair enough. That's what I Fair want to enough. know. You said it at the beginning of your 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 piece there that uh, typically there's no payoff in doing the right thing. Mm. <sighs> I don't guys need, finish last. Not I don't need the boss's trust. I don't need to tell people, look what I did. I'm such a nice guy. I want a million fucking dollars. Is what I want. <laughs> well, yo, like part of that, like, like if you hate your boss. There's no like like that cha- that throws a wrench in the whole thing. Like if you don't like your boss and like you're like, well, fuck this job. Like let them do some fucking CSI bullshit to find out what happened. Like I just True. don't care. And right? I really I really do. I I I love my boss. She's sure, she's, she's yeah, great. She's a really nice lady. Yeah, that that plays into it too. Like if I if I hated my boss, I'd be like, nah. Like yeah, I don't care enough to even waste a second on this yeah crap, no she, you know she I mean? she's a very nice woman she's been very good to me so i mean that that was that all played a part into it but i just like cool. to reiterate chances are that some guy who ran over his boss's dog and didn't bother to tell him is gonna win the fucking lottery tomorrow <laughs> yeah that's all i'm yeah. saying 
That's yeah. all I'm saying. <laughs> so we've got a little bit of news to go through today. I'm not going to spend too, too much time on it, but we'll see if we can roll through some of them because some of them are pretty good. Um, I don't know if anybody was around Gage Park yesterday, but... Gage um, Park? No. Ga- no. Gage Park? No. Um, well, I yeah, went to brief, Gage Park yesterday. Actually, briefly in the morning. Anyway. Oh, there was they were shooting a movie or something. Yeah, yeah. So that, exactly. So filming began on Tuesday for the new season of the show that nobody watches but <laughs> yeah. is always on, which is Murdoch Mysteries. <laughs> Guys, I, I knew you were going to say this. I am a fucking devout fan of the show. Are you serious? I watch it. They exist. Um, oh my, <laughs> You're I the one. I fucking love Murdoch Mysteries. I'm dead serious. When you said Gage Park, and as soon as you said TV show, I'm like, Oh, there was that one episode where they did film in Gage Park, and you just said Murdoch. Uh, I love Murdoch mysteries. That's so funny. We walked by the sign, and uh, I'm like, "Oh, look, they're filming the Murdoch mysteries here." And my wife was like, "Oh, I've heard of that show." Oh yeah. my god, that's, that's too much. I can't wait to tell my wife. She's gonna, she'll get a laugh at yeah. it. I love, I love that show. She, she yeah. got me started on it earlier this year, and it, because you know, we, I had all the time, the downtime. Christ, I got right into it. I love it. <laughs> I'm amazed like, uh, when I see those the, the amount of people and equipment that is necessary to film whatever it was they were filming. Like it was like fucking fifteen transport trucks full of. Cra- like were they filming the entire movie there? Probably they, not. Maybe. Like a five-minute scene. Uh, on another television show, Canadian television show that I don't know anyone who watches, The Good Witch. Have you heard of this? Uh, <laughs> yes. I've heard shows of it. shows on yeah. like Hallmark Channel or one of those specialty channels. Anyway, um, they shoot in, in Westdale every once in a while. Like it hasn't, oh, yeah? obviously hasn't happened this year. But uh, yeah, once or twice a year they shoot here. And the whole street's made over to be like, like all the storefronts have changed. The businesses have different names. There's, you know... Ye old yeah, bookshop yeah, yeah. or whatever the fuck, but yeah, yeah like to Mark's point, the amount of production crew that's around here, I can't Wild. park at my place. They paid me two hundred dollars to leave my living room lights on one night. Nice, two hundred dollars uh, just to, to, and then two hundred dollars more for my parking space downstairs because the production truck was literally Chris. Where you go down the back stairs, the production truck was parked like right there, and so many, so many people that the budget for TV, and this yeah. is like a low budget Hallmark Channel show. And after all those years in radio, it's like I want some because yeah. they they have a lot of toys. They did it on uh, on Ottawa streets. Uh, I'm gonna say last year, and they must have been filming something that was like 1950s, like a set in the 1950s, because all the storefronts they had caps. It was like uh, bath fitters almost. Like they had caps on all the stores. They made the theater that's down there look new. Like they bought out all those businesses to to be able to do that for well, however rented. long. Yeah, that's what you mean. But like, think of like the the cost that that must yeah they had crazy. all the old 50s cars lined up the street that, it was that's awesome. what i mean like really yeah cool. the, the amount of money that goes into making a tv show and the amount of like it, it is unbelievable it really is yeah definitely um so the, here, here's here's an, a, a crazy one that kind of jumped off the page to me niagara police are looking for a biker who sped past them going three times the speed limit giving them the middle finger as he passed by the Cap biker, shirt. the biker, the biker was he <laughs> rolled by while well. the <laughs> the officer was doing radar enforcement on Canberra Road in Pelham, and the biker I guess tripled the speed limit and just blew past the guy doing doing radar and and gave him the middle finger and they, they got away I guess Canberra Road would be either depending on where you are a sixty or an eighty. And so those bikes, I mean, those bikes are easily capable of doing 240. So he was doing 180 sure. or 240 if he's doing three times. That's speed nuts. I remember being on the, uh, I think it was on the 401 one time and a motorcycle drove past us and no word of a lie, the fucking car went boom. Like just the, wow. the, 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 yeah. the wind, <laughs> the wind that he passed basically as he years, went by. It was crazy. Years and years ago, I, I had a buddy whose dad was a cop and he confided that those guys, the police, if they're doing a radar like that, unless they've got an interceptor car down the road, they don't even not bother. Chase no, what's the they're, point? You no, can't catch a motorcycle. You're never going to catch a guy who's doing 300 kilometers an hour <laughs> <laughs> until, no. you scra- until you scrape him off the road. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah. when you find him. He's you're you're going to find him. You're going yeah, you're going to have to get binoculars to see that where he begins and ends. Like oh, gravity, will, ca- gravity <laughs> will catch him eventually. <laughs> There's a helmet down there <laughs> in the next town. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, Hamilton. I love that he was, sorry, I, oh, I, sorry. I, last thing, I, I, love that, I love that he was ballsy enough not to just drive that fast, but he was driving with one, one hand handed for, for, for a split I, second. I know. <laughs> I, I thought of that too. Like, wow. <laughs> if, I, if I'm doing that kind of speed, man, I got every fucking appendage I can touching the machine. I'll tell you that. Jesus you're riding you're riding death yeah like, no seriously like the four horsemen you're I just the gra- yeah i wonder what the ground looks like when you're going that fast i like, know what do things look like past you it's just a fucking blur jesus the, yeah like the horizon looks like a, an ongoing roar shot yeah, there is no horizon you like, are in the horizon you are you are already in the horizon it's <laughs> so fast there i am up there yeah you're moving faster than the fucking sun like the sun is behind you. Like what? The hell? <laughs> Holy shit! That's funny. Hamilton, the city of Hamilton, will receive nearly forty-five million dollars in provincial and federal cash to tackle pandemic-related challenges. Uh, Twenty-seven point six million dollars will go to municipal operations, and seventeen point two million will go to public transit. Um, in addition to this was announced yesterday uh, in addition to the uh, 45 million dollars the city expects to net roughly 11.3 million for social service agencies and homelessness initiatives Um, the city may still run a deficit is what they're saying um, the analysis is saying but the hope is that the influx of cash yeah the hope is that the influx of cash may stem off the need for a tax hike in the near future so they're hoping Mm. that you know this is going to balance it out guess i doubt it um i i I feel like this is a good opportunity for any city to get away with a tax hike so so i would be shocked if they didn't um but yeah hopefully it'll oh i don't know easing people's concerns a tax hike in a time of need is probably not a good political move is it I mean, you could justify it because, you know, of all this money that we're spending and everything else, you could justify a tax hike, but that's not going to go over well. It's just ine- it's just inevitable. I think. Oh, like, sure it is. Like it's going to all happen. of our in- like income tax. You, you got to look at the federal government is running a deficit of like it's just absurd how much they're spending. Oh. Um, so I mean, aside from the politics of it, I mean, just the, just the dollars and cents of it. You yeah. know, we're 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 going to be paying back this stuff. Like we're we're barely paying off of our hydro, right? Let alone let alone the 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 the, the pandemic. Oh, it'll, yeah, it'll never get paid fund. off. It's the debt. Yeah, so. It's the debt that's there forever. Okay, I wonder this is, uh, okay, all of these things that they're doing now would have been great if they'd have done it before. Like, go back to the beginning of this, and the main question was, why weren't we ready for this? The, I would think one of the biggest justifications in spending this money now would be to say, we'll be ready next time, right? Sure. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just wondering if, uh, how much would... What would the dollar total have been to be prepared as opposed to to be proactive as opposed to reactive? It's like it's like it's like maintenance on your car versus waiting for it to get a full fucking repair. Sometimes just going to get the oil change done for 70 bucks is uh, better than waiting for the engine to seize. Mm. And here's here's an even uh, deeper question going one step further. Is there anything else off the top of your head you could think of that requires preparedness? where this acts as a lesson like oh we weren't prepared for a pandemic what other bad thing could happen that we could be prepared for now that we're not mm. you know mm. what I, do you know what i mean like yeah. an earthquake i mean an earthquake isn't gonna have it, it, it's like disaster insurance sort of thing what yeah. else should we be what else should we be insuring ourselves for um, yeah, it's impossible. Yeah. that's impossible I, I, you don't expect an answer right now like is it yeah. is it is it a cyber thing well, the cyber Maybe, uh, the, like the a, cybersecurity a, stuff is definitely <coughs> one of those things that we right. are not prepared for. But I don't know that anybody is because it's a moving target. Same with the pandemic stuff; it just doesn't seem like you know, like we're 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 running, um, we're we're not prepared for any of this stuff. It's a it's a react. We're, we've built a reactive society, and we, right. we don't have much stores to to weather any real storms like at all. I I wonder what would have happened if if um we we all have this these expectations of what politicians should be doing now now that this has happened. Yeah, what if somebody what if somebody had run uh, politically on a platform and in their platform they included contagion preparedness mm. and we're going to spend all this money uh, on being ready for a pandemic. <laughs> how how many votes do you think that's going to win? 
They yeah, they, especially before this, they would have just been perceived as like a, you know an, an alarmist. Alarmist, yeah. Precisely. Um, so yeah, hopefully, yeah, we yeah. as as a society will remember at least this: that when you know governments talk about or politicians talk about what they want to do to be ready for something down the road, maybe it's time we listened a little bit more, or maybe yeah, it's time yeah. that we we accept politicians who have ideas like that. Mm-hmm. Let's be ready for when this happens, sort of thing. Yeah. Well, you look at what happened. You know what happened in the United States, where you've got a new a new president that comes in and completely dismantles. Um, yeah. their infectious disease response unit. Like, they just completely went in there, got rid of everybody that was involved, and fuck, sure enough, two years later, look what look what happens. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I agree. That's, uh, it's like, like you, I think you said it perfectly. It's like insurance. Nobody likes paying insurance. I don't like paying $300 a yeah. month for my fucking car that I never get in an accident in, but... What happens if I do? You know what I mean? So um, that's, that's tough. You're making people pay for something that doesn't exist right exactly, now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And politically speaking, that is just. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's we waste enough money suicide. on shit that does exist. So, you know what I mean? Start talking, start taking money for things that don't yeah. exist yet. And it's. Yeah. I did hear in there, Chris, real quick, 11, 11 million of that is being uh, allocated to homeless initiatives. Um, no, this is in, so, so the 45 million is specifically for municipal operations and public transit because both of those took a hit. Um, the, we're, this is, we're, the city expects to get an additional 11.3 million roughly, uh, for social service agencies okay. and this initiative. So I, it's, a, I got it's it. an additional, I just, yeah, like it, it the, I hope one thing that comes out of this is that they're able to, 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 to address home the homelessness issue in the city like I was reading some studies the other day and granted they're they're a little bit of a fringe um, you know sources uh, theoretical not sources oh the, it's more theor, it's more theoretical um, mathematics than it is practical like to see like what it might actually it's not based on you know actual uh, um, it, it's based on math. It's not based on like watching it play out in real life. But a lot of people were sit like uh, the the study was saying that that homelessness it it actually costs more to not provide housing for people on the street than it does to provide housing. Right. So like if you were to provide a house or or some sort of like individual like a room or something for all of the homeless people over the course of a year, it's going to cost you less money than, than, than it would on um, mm. you know, crime prevention, uh, uh, drug prevention, um, you know, all proactive of that, all instead of, of reactive. Yeah. Almost. So it, it, yeah. So, so they're saying that's, I think there's a couple, um, I, I don't know specifically what country it is, but they're, they're offering, I think it's like Finland or, or Norway, like one of those Nordic countries. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just essentially ended homelessness um, and it's saving them money. But, you know, there's this whole there's this whole thing with capitalism right now where, where, where you're not allowed. It's like immoral to give somebody something for essentially nothing. Yeah, um, you're a communist. It benefits you. Fucking commie. So it's, it's a very, yeah. Hopefully we can get away from that and, and, yeah, and base yeah. it on science and, and math. Well, and just being a good day. person and trying to take care of homeless people. It doesn't even that, have to be yeah. science and math. Just fucking look into like your heart. I feel like the, 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 the good person thing is too much for people to handle. I don't I don't think people, <laughs> yeah. I don't think you can sell people on being good people anymore. I, I think if you're to if you're well, to no, say that you can't, but maybe you can sell them on saving a few bucks. That's what I mean. Maybe, yeah. yeah, like maybe maybe it's time for, for our our leaders to come at it like that. That okay, fine. You're a bunch of assholes, but what if I could tell? What if I told you you could save a few bucks? Yeah, it's, it's just, just ridiculous. It's just you know ridiculous. I mean? Like, yeah. how do you not address? Like, how do you yeah. not address something like that? It's clearly not. Their system is clearly not working, and it never has. It's been fucking decades. Anyways, last story, and I think this is gonna. I, I have a feeling <laughs> Ben's gonna. Um, pop off speaking of how do you talking. how do you justify not spending money on the homeless speaking of yes. which chris yeah. go go ahead so okay so so burlington um this is this is a popular uh this has been going around the internet for sure um to different i mean reactions all over uh the they call it the this is burlington hospital joseph brand hospital in burlington has what they call a pandemic response unit which is basically like a like a 
a, a makeshift triage unit uh, sitting outside of the hospital uh, that has yet to see its first patient. Um, how it, many people have been there? Zero. How, how, many, so. how many people have been to the pandem- pandemic response unit? The <laughs> well, $2 million pandemic $2 response million. unit that was built overnight snap of a fucking finger there's your pandemic response unit look yeah, at that it, it was it was shipped in from alberta um so which was interesting um it's graded for snow and they're saying that it's going to stand hurricanes. in the winter month yeah uh, oh, in no, the it's, winter it, months it's for hurricanes this thing's yeah. built to last man but but what's in what i find interesting is it's not like it's not permanent right so I don't really know what that means. Like, the, like, like they're just gonna not use it and then pack it up and and put it like it, it's just kind of burned cash. I mean, I, 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 I like I, I think because because we were talking about this in our um, little group chat last night, um, and and I think Mark mentioned something which I ob- like clearly agreed with. It's like, oh well, we have this structure now, so we can use it to 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 for other things once the pandemic is settled down, if that ever that day ever comes. Uh, but it doesn't look like that's the plan at all. You know, I, it looks like like once the pandemic, it, once once we weather that storm and whatever that looks like afterwards, like this is just going to be packed up and moved and, and, and put in storage or whatever, which is odd to me. Um, so it's just essentially, you know, just a just a, a rounding error of two million dollars. It's odd. Hmm. Ben is. Steaming. Uh, listen, I, his I, cameras, I his, really his front facing cameras fogging up the whole thing. <laughs> listen, the whole thing we just talked about, that whole thing of being proactive instead of reactive just plays itself out in this two million dollars spent on a structure that is completely unnecessary. Uh, we have a this is this is entirely in in keeping with my proactive reactive thing we had a pandemic oh my god my kids might get sick my dad might die better build a structure for two million dollars and and get it done quick and make sure it is nothing but top shelf and again here we have all these other issues that ain't no way we're rubbing together two nickels let alone two million dollars to help other problems even within a hospital i mean you have people with addictions and mental health issues god knows that even within just the last few years those issues have come to the fore mental health has come to the fore yet what are we doing about that do we have do we have are we going to invest two million dollars for a stranger to have somewhere to go who's in crisis with a mental health issue well nobody i know has mental health you can't catch mental health so no don't need to spend two million dollars it just it infuriates me that people are so myopic in their in in their their way of thinking and looking at things that here's a pandemic my somebody i know or I might get it and die. Here's two, here's a blank check. Go go build this unit because I might need it. But if it's not something that affects you directly, and again, how many people have been in the PRU at Brandt? And then let me ask you, how many people just in the time that that thing's been standing could have used a $2 million facility for something that is real, like mental health or addiction issues, which is all under the umbrella of mental health? Uh, how many people do you think could have used a $2 million facility since that thing went up for their crisis? Yeah, but like I said to you yesterday, it's, what's unfortunate is it has to, it has to be one or the other. It shouldn't be. There should be a $2 million facility for people having fucking mental health crisis and addiction problems. Like th- th- these things, it shouldn't... Th- th- to sort of re- recap, the you know, go back on the uh, reactive versus proactive... If this pandemic had gotten worse, they certainly would have looked pretty fucking smart for having built that. So they were actually maybe trying to be proactive. Um, it didn't work because they, I think they were proactive way too fucking late. If that makes they were proactive when they should have been reactive. Mm-hmm. But it, you know what I mean? It's it's the same as when people, you know what I mean? You donate to one cause and people are like, well, what about this? Well, it, it shouldn't be one or the other. It, it, all, all of these things are important. The sheer amount of money that it gets wasted by fucking governments 
could be you. So, you know what I mean? Yes, you know what? They should build a $2 million pandemic response unit. Absolutely. Even if no one fucking goes to it for the next time, just in case. But they should also build this and they should also build that. And they should all, because again, this, this money is being wasted in other ways and it's not taking care of, uh, not taking care of the problem. Uh, being from Hamilton, I, I'll always revert back to the, uh, well, the, the experimental bus lanes, which cost a few million fucking dollars to make the ex- experimental slash, uh, decorative bike lanes that run across Canon that probably weren't fucking cheap. The LRT, which just the planning cost a hundred fucking million, a hundred, they could have built 50 fucking pandemic response units. And then you know what? They don't need to use them. Use the other 49 for fucking mental health. Mm. The amount of money that we waste as a fucking society could be used to take care of all of these fucking problems. So, yes, to have to build something like that on a almost on a whim and to build it so quickly. I try to look at that more like, fuck. Look at us. Look what we can do when we really need to do something. Look what we can do when when we get behind something and we say, you know what? This is fucking important to us. So these other things, and I agree, Benny, these other things have to be as important and as scary to people as coronavirus was. Mental health problems need to be something that the average Canadian is just as concerned about because, yeah, it might not affect you, but it could affect my aunt and it could affect this and it could affect that. There, there, there's there's enough money to build a thousand fucking panic or pandemic response units, but we, we, we choose to have a fucking bike lane so Timmy can ride his fucking bike from Dundas to Eastgate Square and you know what I mean and not right on the road like I had to when I was a fucking you know what I mean younger I, I, get, I didn't, I get I didn't have my own special golden fucking lanes and uh, you know what I mean when I when I got on the bus I just got on the bus like a normal fucking person and if it took a long time that's what the bus is it takes a long fucking time you don't like it buy a car you don't like it get on the bus and wait a little longer like the, the it's so fucking ridiculous the amount of money that we waste on things and then we say well we shouldn't have done that we shouldn't have built that for fucking pandemic response yeah we should have we should build a hundred more of them too i i don't yeah i i know what you're saying there i i just i guess this is this is just me saying that it's time for us to take a good long look at mm-hmm. the, in, in, in the mirror and it, like if, if mental health received as much media coverage as coronavirus has maybe we'd take a but but this is my yeah. point mental health not doesn't get on, that kind of coverage because yeah. it doesn't sell and nobody's interested because it's not infectious and it's not going to come into my home and kill my kids and that's mm-hmm. a shame that's the a only time, shame, the though, only time the only time it really gets any exposure is when robin williams dies or when right. bell has bell let's talk fucking day or whatever like that's the yes. only time of the year that anyone gives a shit about mental health yes so. let let's talk day has become the valentine's day of mental health yeah it's a year occasion to say i love well, you it's become the easter sunday i go i i take yeah. part in bell let's talk day i donate my five cents and therefore i'm going to uh, paradise <laughs> yeah yep. the, so so as, as far as the Bur- the burlington hospital is concerned last mm-hmm. night like when we were talking about it i was like well you know it's easy to judge that now in hindsight but um uh you know but it, it had to be done but the more i think about it, the more i think about it today though is like well they put it up in what a couple days like they couldn't have waited till they needed it that's a very good question. Yeah, that's true. a really good question, Chris. I mean, yeah. shit. It was, you know, okay. Money's locked in. If we need to build this thing, how long is it going to take? Let's build it when we need it. Yeah, like I don't. That's what I don't get. Like, like China. I that's know. a really. I hadn't thought of that. That's a really good question. Yeah, China building they hospitals in like China. a week. China would build hospitals when they needed them. Yes, they didn't build them hoping that they might. That's a really good point. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's that's odd. a really like, good point. Like you could have just saved that two million dollars. Like it's just odd. It's like it's like some weird contracting thing where Mm. somebody got billed to do it and like let's do this now and they just pushed it through. But like it just seems odd to me that you like medical billing in the states. You get extra money if you put gotta get the sale in in August type thing. Yeah, it's just odd. Like Mm. I, I don't like like like. It, it was it's just yeah originally I, th- I i was thinking like oh well it's easy to make that argument in hindsight but the more that i think about it it doesn't ma- it doesn't make sense like like you you would like ideally you would have some sort of like like fail safe system where it would be like oh we hit this x amount of cases or 
whatever yeah, does, does and it, it would say, initiate a process. I read the story really quick. It was the CBC story. Did, did it say how many days it went up in? Uh, about a uh, week or two. Yeah, it was, in it, April. I think it was alluded that it went up like super fast, right? Yeah, not not that slowly. I mean, like the gestation period, like it's, it's some some of it's a little muddy that like you you we've knew very little about COVID. Um, so still don't. And we've never experienced anything like this before. So I think most people just wanted to make sure that they, they were doing something to make sure that we were prepared. Um, so there is a little bit of hindsight in that. But you still would know how long it would take to build. And you still would know what your co- current capacity is and how much time you had at your current capacity at that hospital. So, like, I just don't know why it would just be thrown. Like, it just it just seems a little, like, you know fucking um cutting your grass cutting your mowing your lawn while your house is burning down it, it just it doesn't seem it just seems completely pointless to me like and that goes that odd. goes back that goes back to the whole mental health thing there there's what why <laughs> what okay so geez we've just learned we can build something real quick but build a mental health wing improve a yeah, mental health why are there wing homeless somewhere? people outside of first ontario center there's you a can whole build bunch a of fucking building in two minutes why go on, is, go why on, is go on down and build them a fucking building yeah. well so that 11 so million dollars like, that 11 million dollars really yeah. quick and there's two million dollars that poof just appeared out of the air the and there's 11 this million. issue outside first ontario with a whole bunch of people encamped there because they have nowhere to go but we're not building a fucking building for them yeah so and with so, 11 million you can build five of them so and then the the other thing I want to say about the, the the mental health thing, like like okay, so when Bell Let's Talk was first starting, because um, I was I was working at Bell at the time, um, and I didn't receive like my benefits package did not include coverage for therapy. Sounds wow, really hmm. right. So they've they've since added it. But like I'm sitting here and I, I and I know this because I was like at that time looking for some sort of support and I, I needed to pay out of pocket. Like it was like you either like there it's, it's definitely changed now. But back at a time like back then, what, what what's happened was like the only way to be able to get like actual like OHIP covered um, mental health support would be to go to the hospital. And then they yeah. would treat you. They would treat you as an outpatient, and you would go in and you would visit every once in a while. And even then, so seeing I a mean, therapist wasn't in your benefits package. At early, early right. on, I think they'd since added it. But mm-hmm. like I remember, you know, and it was a big story. And I and I would have I would have put that out there if I wasn't worried about my job, um, you know. <laughs> but but uh, I yeah, like when Bell Let's Talk Day was happening, there was a little period there of a couple years where you know they weren't even providing their own employees with mental health support. Right. Well, that's because somebody uh, in the marketing department at Bell, and that's where Let's Talk Day was created. Let's be honest Mm -hmm. uh somebody didn't think about that as from a marketing perspective like oh if we're gonna you know we're we're selling this compassionate company sort of thing uh we better (laughs) set up our employees with some therapy do you know Mm -hmm. what i mean they just didn't think of that well no because it's not about let's talk will look nice roll it out and they'll will own it yeah it's a clear it's a clear indicator that the goal of the entire campaign isn't to help people no. for mental health it's to to expand Bell's brand right That's right because if they genuinely cared about mental health as a cause you start from the inside out That's right, right. Of like course. You, that's you you Be take an example. care of the things that you can in, internally and then you br- you bring that out but now they right. fixed it because I think they did get called out on it I uh, I think there was a there was a couple of radio hosts, actually, um, I think it was in like like Nova Scotia or something. Some chick got fired uh, and it became a big story back in the day. I'd have Did to, she work I'd for Bell? Was check. it a Bell station? It was a Bell station, yeah. Ooh, she got fired because she juicy. took a... Yeah, it was a while ago. Um, she got fired be- for... She took like a, like a leave of absence, for like a mental health leave of absence, and they fired her. If I'm a competing radio station, I hire her the next day. Yeah, yeah well, absolutely. Yeah. Morning show host, <laughs> yep. give her. Absolutely. It's um, it's Fuck. odd, man. Like I like with with mental health, it's just it's it's not. I I just there, there's definitely I think 
a lot of people that just genuinely don't believe that it even exists. Um, because oh, I could you know, not agree more, man. I could not agree more. You talk about you talk about that concept with some people, and they just you're soft. If you're depressed, it's because you're soft. If you're depressed, it's because you're selfish. You're just thinking about yourself. Like yeah. the, the, these are the these are the some of the mentalities that are out there. And I'll say this to an, like anybody that's listening right now: if you ever wake up in the fucking morning and you're not feeling it. You call in for a mental health day. You are entitled to a fucking mental health day every yeah. once in a while. You don't have to have a sore tummy or a headache. You can just not be fucking feeling it. And you are entitled to be able to stay home and do fuck all if you want to. Yeah. From, from my from my experience, too, like mental health, like like it, it for me, it was like uh, uh anxiety and like panic attacks and shit is what, what, what I was addressing before, uh, and depression for sure. But like, that's a different thing, but like, you know, there's physical manifestations of that shit. Like, absolutely. Like, it's not just like, Oh, I'm sad and I don't want to go to work today. Like I, like the, I would have like, you like what it's like walking around for six months with like a knot in my stomach, like legit. Like all day, like you, it's, 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 there's physical manifestations of that, whether that be Absolutely. like, you know, it driving you to like do fucking drugs or it driving you to treat everybody around you like shit. Like it's, there's, there's, it doesn't, it, it people don't understand it. And when people don't understand it, they just like pretend that it doesn't exist because <laughs> yeah. it doesn't, there's <laughs> a lot right. of people, there's a lot, there's a lot of people that, that it, it that don't, that it has never touched them. And, and, like, and good for them. That's awesome. No, like exactly. it's, it's no, great it's, to never feel anxiety or depression or fatigue just from being fucking sad. Like it's touched it's, everybody. Uh, they just don't know it. So and yeah. if, if you don't have any mental health issues, uh, then somebody who has been very close to you or who is very close to you does. I assure you. Yep. Your parents, the person you're married to, your children, your brothers and sisters, your best, somebody who, who has meant something to you has had a serious, at least one, has had a notable mental health issue that has affected, obviously, them and, in turn, you. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed. Absolutely. Guaranteed. Sure. But that's not the accepted rule of thumb. However... Somebody might get the sniffles at school and your kid might get COVID. So let's build a two million dollar unit is, is again, that's what really had me pissed off when I read that story was just that. Fair enough. Just that. Yeah. Um, there, like, like I don't like in now, like I, I feel like I'm, I'm kind of past all of that. Like the, I don't, I don't have anxiety attacks anymore. And, and, uh, I'm not depressed anymore. And I think, you know, the reason for that is because I was able to find support specifically. And, and, uh, there's, there's a really cool story. Like, you know, I, I had, um, (laughs) So I always just assumed that anxiety was something that I would always have to live with. I just like I I just fe- felt had a feeling that that was that was always the case. And specifically, like I said, like I had like there was like a knot like in my chest, like right between like like right above my stomach that it would always be there. And I always just assumed that that was just something like I, I legit thought it was like cancer at one point. Like I was fucked, right? Mm. And and uh, I, I eventually when I this is when I was living in Owen Sound. And I went into, I went to the hospital to get like a scan and shit to see what the fuck was going on. They didn't find anything. So they're like, all right, like maybe we'll, it, it could be anxiety. Like, let's see if we can set you up with this like outpatient um, psychologist or whatever. So I go to the psychologist and he's blind, right? This guy was a fucking, he was like, it was like the Oracle in the matrix. <laughs> I swear to God, this guy was amazing. He's like, the, the guy was like, the guy was like six, five, right? He's like he didn't six, know that. five. No, <laughs> he's six, five. He's dressed like, 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 like the 1930s almost like his clothing was so dated and he was blind and he was like the calmest guy I've ever met. His wife was blind. He, Holy shit. yeah, it's odd. And I was just like, oh man, this guy's crazy. Like I, I, obviously like this guy's lived a life. Right. And he taught me like shit that, that, um, you know, you like how to get rid of that, that knot in my chest. Like he, like the first, as soon as I sat down, he showed, he, he taught me a strategy to get rid of it. Like there's, that's, 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 I guess the point is like, there are, 
you know, there, That's, if yeah. you go get help, there are strategies that you can do to, to like, you can exist outside of like whatever that mental health thing is. And it, that was my first realization of that. You know what I mean? So you did the support that it's that, out there. You know, it yeah. works too. Yep. It's like it actually though. works. It can be. Yeah, man. Like it's, it, you're looking at like a hundred, $150 a session at a lot of these places. And, yeah, and that's most, right, most, most benefits packages only cover up to whatever you get like 80% up to $500. And and I think you get like five sessions through ours or something like that. Yeah. Something like that. And, and that's not close to enough. No, um, trust me. I know that for a fact. <laughs> no, me at too. that um, point, at that point you've just picked the scab and you feel actually a little bit sadder. <laughs> so you need about, yeah. you need to get to about 10 before <laughs> you're really laughing but yeah having yeah, gone there true. that is kind of funny <laughs> for sure yeah the first it's just you there you leave there like, fucking sad and tired <laughs> yeah. yeah and then and then the outpatient Jeez, guys I got some real fucking issues and I'm out of money <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's what should tough. I tell my mom <laughs> what should I tell my mom I'm sorry oh, that's man. our last session <laughs> sorry Chris sorry no it's all good in the outpatient and, and then and then not only is that limited but the outpatient hospital thing that I did was free it was covered by OAP yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was so overbooked that I was only able to get like one session every couple of months right yeah so it's like it, there there's there are ways to give support to people like it's not like there's no it's not like everyone talks about oh well what am I supposed to do there's definitely like like you just got to funnel money into the right things because as a society like this is an issue that's eating like like it it breaks off into all these other problems right you have school shooters you have suicide rates you have fucking drug, drug addiction, addiction yeah. you, you have uh, spousal abuse like there's so much like it's yeah. it's not it's the cause for a bunch of symptoms you know what I mean that every, we've just been ignoring for fucking since we've been around so and continue yeah. to yeah and continue to exactly wow <sighs> Cool. All right, so let, let's let's close out. I've got one uh, that this this definitely it, it's an age gap thing. It's another top ten list. See how many of the top ten video game characters of all time you can get. Go, Super Mario, Sonic Mario, the Hedgehog. Mario's number one. Keep going, Sonic the Hedgehog. Number two, uh, Donkey uh, Kong. I would say Master Chief. Master Chief is on the list, Chris. Who's Nicely Master done. Chief? Uh, <laughs> Halo. Oh, for the Halo series, uh, Master Don Master Chief is number six. Donkey Kong. Uh, nope, not on the list. Did uh, no. did Luigi? Did Mario's brother Luigi get some love? Okay, now you're on the right track. Nice. Luigi's number four. <laughs> I'm sure there's a bunch of other like Princess Peach. Is she on there? Uh, hang Bowser. on. Bowser. Uh, no, no. Okay. Okay. Go, go deeper on the on the Mario brothers though. What's that? What's the character that you're you're everybody's dying to get? Yoshi. Yoshi is on the list. Yes, ah. is uh, is number six, just ahead of Master Chief. Characters. That's how badass Yoshi is. Yeah, Yoshi's you know, those Mario characters. It's funny, like half of them are from the same fucking game on this list. It's so yeah. crazy how uh, exactly are, are any of the Street Fighter characters like Guile in there with uh, Sonic Boom? Hang, hang on. Oh, Chris, uh, uh, Mark. I'm sorry. Bowser is on the list. Oh, there yeah. we go. Yeah. Number it's nine. The other what ones are. What about uh, Mortal Kombat, like Scorpion or Sub Zero or any of those no. guys? No, Man. no, I would have guessed at that too. Get over Samus, here, Samus Aran from Metroid. Oh, yeah, you know I was going to say Metroid, Metroid person, yeah. whoever that Metroid. is. <laughs> uh, Pikachu is the one that you missed. Ah, uh, Pikachu. And, yeah, he's uh, a Pokemon guy, right? Solid. Mm -hmm. Who's Solid Snake? Solid Chris? Snake is Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, there you go. It's a classic. Yeah, there's. there's uh, see, I'm so 10. bad at those shooter games. <laughs> there's so many game video oh, game characters. Who's it's Kirby? Like, Kirby is just a, a Nintendo character as yeah, well. He's like, yeah, he's like Kubert. Okay. Remember Kubert, Ben? <laughs> I do. I love Kubert. <laughs> or Dig, Dig Dug. Yeah, and here, here's the age gap thing, right? Yeah, yeah actually, yeah, speaking of age gap, I was at, uh, I went to my mechanics uh, last week and just in the middle of their lobby, covered with newspapers, like clearly not being fucking used anymore, was an arcade table. You remember the table you sat at and had Pac-Man yeah, and had Galaga? And he literally has one sitting in the fucking lobby covered with shit. Like, he doesn't Aww. use it. I was I was going to say, like, oil change, 70 bucks. How much for that fucking thing? Because yeah. I'll take that with me to the trailer right now. I, I've had a couple of friends over the years who have purchased those or had yeah. a, video, a video game in the basement. Yeah. Do they ever use it? <laughs> uh, uh, oh, no. It, it's that. Well, you know, when guys come over for beers, it's cool yeah, to plug yeah. in sort of thing. It's probably unplugged as soon as we all leave. Yeah. But, um, 
somebody I, I somebody I know through my junking circles. Now that you know I'm junking for the summer, uh, <laughs> said that they had found a golden tee golf game. Nice, oh, man. And nice. Uh, I was like, uh, I will carry it up the stairs myself yeah. if I can get that. I, I will. Like I, I will yeah. lug that thing up on my back. Can I get? No, it's taken. It's like oh, I worked wow. at uh, I worked at a Casey's in Cambridge, uh, and this is going back to like <laughs> 1999, 1998, somewhere around there. And that's when they, they had just released the first Golden Tee. There was a fucking lineup at that machine every single day. Wow. People, it was like old school pool tables. Like Dude. people were leaving their piles of loonies on top of the fucking machine, and the, the shots people were taking was just like, I bam hit the machine so hard. I love golden tea golf and I mean I was you know like even in my head as as you know I'm trying to make myself feel better at not having gotten the golden tea game I'm like well where would I have put it and that's I'm asking myself that question I'm like next to the fucking fridge I don't care I got golden tea in my house that would have been next, awesome. to, me, next to me in bed like, yeah. sorry Amanda find a new spot it's, it's my new bedside table I know it's a little tall but the alarm clock fits right up here oh, fuck. golden tea is good because you can you don't need like like extra people to yeah. play with you. Yeah. I think, you know, Aww. which is a bonus, but I, I think like uh, dome hockey would be another dome one hockey would be great. Uh, like the, one of those like dome the, hockey tables. Uh, the NASCAR was the four cars all lined up and, uh, you'd, and you'd race. But then again, that's, you're talking about like a full room that's needed for that's that. Sick, and you got to have three other buddies. Like so. a racing simulator would be sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like Need for Speed, like or, or <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What was the other one? Cruise in USA, like all oh, those. One? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those driving games that would be yeah. badass. Again, yeah. like I'm going honey, to that guy's we, place. Honey, we don't need thing. a couch. Honey, we, <laughs> yeah. we don't need a couch. We what? have a dining room table. We can put Pac Man on it. <laughs> I got the Cruise in USA two seater. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> That's it. I'm buying that thing today. I'm going to see see if I can take it. I'll take the newspapers <laughs> off of it too. We got uh, right on, our first ever rock and roll fantasy draft tomorrow, and I'm yes. fucking psyched. Yeah, yeah. We got we get that will be our uh, time bassists, off. Yeah, material and today. Drummers. I guess we got to get this thing figured out. Bassists and drummers, right? Yeah, yeah. So are you? So are you guys gonna go? a bassist and a drummer are you going to draft them independently or are you going to like take them as a package like the Sedines like are you thinking oh. like like <laughs> John Paul Jones and John Bonham because they're 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 the a, a package deal you know what well, I mean like, it, and that's, you, just, that's just it know, like everybody's going to come at this Paul Morris will be joining us and yeah he was saying like what are the rules and there are no rules I mean yeah. pick accordingly right if you know that your drummer probably won't sound good with who would be your favorite bass player do you draft that bass player mm. what do you do? that's a good point it's like creating it's like creating one of those uh what do they call their super bands kind of like uh, velvet revolver and all that stuff uh right. where you just take a bunch of great artists from a bunch of bands and you try to put together something so yeah it's i never i never really thought about how they would play with each other to be honest with you as i was building my uh, my list yeah. so that's an interesting way to uh, interesting way to look at yeah, it yeah like yeah exactly there's no way anybody's picking my drummer that there's no fucking chance, <laughs> no chance in a million years. So, Is I'm uh, Al's drummer. No, <laughs> no. He, he was the back. No, I don't even know his name, but I can tell you, he was the backbeat behind the news. Yeah, see you guys. Cool. All right, peace. Thanks for listening to Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie, Mark LaFave, and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter.